Okay. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast with your host, Tyler motherfucking Penner. Uh, this is episode 22. 22 episodes of the greatest, well, not the greatest, but the, uh, I'd say 612th, 969th best podcast in the mother freaking world. Um, and here's the thing, it's, it's, it seems to have plateaued at 24 followers on Spotify, and that's unacceptable. I need you to tell your friends about it and get the word out because, you know, if I have to do this podcast and you have to listen to it, uh, you might as well drag your friends and, or your enemies for that matter. I don't give a fuck who you tell about this podcast. Just tell them to click follow and subscribe. I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Rumble, I am on 4chan. Do you understand? I am everywhere. I'm on Grinder. I'm on Grinder. I'm on Grinder. So tell those guys at the glory hole to follow. Hey, I, I, this is podcast I listen to. And he'd be like, Yeah, all right, cool. Just finish up here. I gotta go to back to work. Um, tell your friends about it, please, if you don't mind. Uh, my voice. I. I I'm the voice of a generation, you understand that? I am this generation's Doogie Hauser. So there's no reason that you shouldn't be telling people about this goddamn podcast. Spread the word, alright? And I'm on Patreon, by the way. I guess I shouldn't start off this podcast by advertising the podcast. I should wait till I do something provide content, and then advertise it. But that's not how I roll. I go against the rules, man. I'm breaking boundaries here. We plug the podcast before we do anything. You're thinking, why should I follow this podcast? I'm like, don't worry about it. Just do it, and I'll put the knife away. All right? Just follow it, and you get to keep your fingers. Everybody fucking wins. So just follow the podcast. And, of course, the only people listening to this are people who do follow and who do listen to it. So tell your friends, all right? Get the fucking word out. Even though God knows you, people have been trying. People are docile sheep, man. And the only people listening to my podcast are the enlightened, the wise, the awakened. People who have... People who took the red pill, man. Anyways... This might be a bit of a noisy podcast. There is a storm blowing through Winnipeg right now. And uh, let me tell you, it is about time. Very dry out there. Um, very dry. It's dry out there. I've had to put so much lotion on my body. Mostly my balls. My balls are drying. They're cracking. They're bleeding. And, um, so I've just been covering them in lotion. Like I was saying, though, uh, spread the word about how good this podcast is. Um, I, I think Winnipeg is overdue for a tornado. 
I think Winnipeg in general, just in general, we're overdue for a cataclysmic event. Things have been too stable here for too long. I think we're due for some sort of cataclysmic event. But the thing is about Winnipeg and Manitoba in general, where we are, um, nothing happens, really. And nothing ever will happen. Even our natural disasters are boring as fuck. Like the Red River, the flood of the century. It, it takes like four weeks, and we see it coming from a mile away. And the water slowly rises. And it floods a few basements, and everybody's choked. Um, you know, but for the most part, everyone comes together and pitches in, sandbagging. And then we built that floodway. We don't even have that problem now. These days, anyone whose house is flooding, we're like, well, you're a fucking idiot. We solved that problem years ago. Either build your house on a hill or move. There's no reason for you to be flooding unless you're Manitoba Hydro uh, completely flooding out one of the many reserves that they have flooded out. I used to work with this guy. Um, I forget what his name was, but he was he was cool. He was a uh, soft-spoken, quieter uh, native man. And uh, he was super chill. He would come out and he wouldn't say anything unless you said something to him. And then he would start talking. And everybody loves those types of guys. No one likes the guy who's going, hey, you know, first thing in the morning at work. Shut the fuck, please. Let's ease into it. But if this guy's just quiet and you're like, well, looks like rain, and, you know, and the quiet guy's just like, yeah, yeah, it does. Rain pretty good the other day. You know, just match the conversation, match the energy. When you're in conversation, for those of you listening, you need to learn how to match the energy. Unless you're hammered, then you just go full fucking steamroller and you mow over everybody. Fuck their energy. Here's what I'm bringing. You can leave, you can, you know, you can fuck with it or you can get to a walking. And even if you get to a walking, I'm going to follow you for a while. But uh, this man, um, <laughs> as soft spoken as he was, actually had some fucking sick stories. He was like biking to work and he asked me one time, I was like, what, what area of town do you live in? I was like, oh, I live just like five minutes away from here. He's like, oh, okay. I was wondering if maybe you could, uh, if you live downtown, maybe you could give me a ride. And I was like, yeah, no, I would, but I just, I don't live downtown. This was years ago. I lived in East Kildonan. Fucking Mennonite Kildonan. But anyways, I was like, you don't have a car or whatever? He's like, no, they took my license away. I was like, oh, shit, that sucks. Why? And then he told this like 20-minute story about how one time he was um, had a like a manic episode or something, and he got shit faced, and he went on like a two hour police chase through the city in a car. <laughs> and it sounds like a bullshit story, but the way he was telling it, I was like, no, this happened. This happened to this guy that he went on, and he's like, yeah, and I hit a bunch of cars, and and then finally they the car broke down i had to get out and the cops they rushed me and it was a whole thing so yeah that's pretty much it that's why they took my license away that's okay don't worry about the ride though i'll keep taking the bus i'm like yeah all right that's incredible
But the reason I bring this up is because he, I was like, where are you staying right now? He's like, oh, some hotel. And I was like, hotel? You live in a hotel? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, why? He's like, because he used to live in Saint-Martin. Lac Saint-Martin, is that? Anyways, he used to live at Saint-Martin Lake. No, Saint-Martin Reserve. Flooded. Sorry, just let me see this. Oh, yeah, so pretty much, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I should have done this fucking research before the goddamn podcast started. Anyway, so they flood, uh, Lake Manitoba flooded, and, uh, that's weird. I thought it had something to do with the hydro dams. I thought the hydro put up a dam and it flooded. Maybe not, but hydro's done that before. Um, I think they have. <laughs> That might be completely false information. I don't fucking know. But anyways, this guy was living in a hotel. Imagine how shitty that would be. The government just stuck him in a hotel and was like, hey, I don't know what to tell you. We'll uh, figure something out. I think they got a settlement so now they can build some houses again. But I don't know. I forget that guy's name. I think it was, it was a classic name. It was like George or Henry or something like that. And he was cool. One time we were having a smoke outside. And I always liked it when he was smoking outside. Because the other guys, they would just talk about business and about work. Which is the last fucking thing I want to hear about on my break. I don't want to hear about, well, we got to get that concrete. Because the concrete, here's the thing. When those guys order the concrete, if we don't get the concrete over to those guys, they're going to be, they're going to find some other place to get concrete i'm like yeah okay cool that's a great story about the concrete and i'm eager to hear more about uh, you know the anecdote that is the concrete at the same time i'm having a smoke here all right i'm thinking about um violence i'm thinking about women I'm thinking about uh, my life and where it's going. And I, I'm not thinking about the concrete. And I don't wish to hear about the concrete until uh, break time is over, which is in eight minutes. In eight minutes, we'll resume the discussion over the concrete. Right now, I'm going to continue thinking about violence, uh, shootouts, and car chases, and um, soccer riots. And then I'll think about, uh, in a completely separate compartment of my brain, I'll, I'll think about women, and, um, you know, some of it nutritional, making them laugh, holding hands, falling in love. Some of it sexual, less nutritional, but not crazy. I'm nothing crazy, I'm not too kinky. I like it pretty vanilla. But I like to go there and think about that on my break time. You'll notice I'm half chubbed up right now. Okay? And it's... Some of it, sure, is from the violence. But most of it is from the vanilla sexual fantasies that I'm thinking about. And that I'm allowed to think about on my break time. So if you don't mind, I'll get back to that. And if you could just pause the story of the concrete. That'd be great. 
But this Henry or this George guy, he was different. He was cool. He one time we're sitting out there and um we're just quiet and then all of a sudden he goes uh he goes, "Man, I've just been I've just been down lately." And I go, "Eh?" And he was like, "Yeah, I've just been I don't know, just been down. You ever just get down?" And I was like, "Buddy, yeah." And then he it was like the it was, I don't know. It was weird. It was like watching this man come to grips with his first depressive episode or like the first time he had talked about it and I don't remember what I told him probably nothing of value but I just thought it was really cool that he just just some dude that he like like he had no one else he could be vulnerable with and he just said it to some fucking guy who was out there smoking a cigarette with him. And that's the stuff, that heavy shit, I don't mind doing. That I will depart away from the violence and from the women. I will go into that shit on my break time. That's great. But we're not discussing the concrete. We're not doing that. And sometimes you get good work conversations. Sometimes you don't. I, um, and I guess it depends on where you work, too. I guess it does depend on where you work. If you do work. You know, for the most part, I think I was discussing with a old friend of mine today. Uh, a friend of the podcast, okay? And we've mentioned them countless times on this podcast. It is the, uh, the couple of the podcast, all right, Greg and Michaela, who signed up for the Patreon recently, because unlike a lot of people, they actually have half a fucking brain and they know talent when they see it. They understand that I am just beginning to build an empire that will rise up higher than any empire that has ever come out of this shit town. And once I build my empire, I am coming back here to crush skulls and bones of all shapes and sizes and they want to get on, on in on the ground floor and make sure that rather than being uh pressed underneath the weight of my hammer they will help me carry the hammer you understand greg and anyways sorry about that but they're great fans of the podcast. They are awesome fans of the podcast. Greg and Michaela. And Michaela works for this city. And Michaela, as I've said on this podcast before, hates to work. She doesn't want to work. Greg also now is coming around. He also is starting to hate work. Both of them, uh, they bought a nice little camper. They went camping with it. And both of them were uh, giving serious consideration to just becoming bums. Just a traveling, merry group of bums. Perhaps starting a cult in the desert. Uh, perhaps uh, starting a two-piece guitar harmonica band outside of Superstore on Grant. 
Hard to say where they'll end up. I'm thinking Superstore on Grant. But I was talking to my friend Michaela today, and she came up with a great idea for possible... Uh, what do they call that? Um, um, assisted suicide? No. Um, what is it? Something revenue. Accumulating... Like... Uh, Passive income. Passive income. What even is that? Passive income. 30 passive income ideas. What? Someone. Passive income includes regular earnings from a source other than an employer or contractor. Um, someone says, how can I make $1,000 a month in passive income? Purchase Series 1 bonds. Create a CD ladder. Become a paid online shopper. Use rewards credit cards. Use a robo-advisor. Invest in the stock market. Invest in real estate. Start a YouTube channel. Ha <laughs> ha. But uh, Michaela went a little darker with it. She is getting the idea to sell her dirty socks uh, online to perverts. And I am a fan of that. Dirty socks for sale. Smelly Socks on Etsy Canada. I don't really want... Um, here's the thing about selling socks. Who sold bath water? Who was that? Bath water for sale. Bella Delphine. Bella Delphine. Who's like some white lady, I think, who's doing some like Japanese waifu ripoff shit. And a lot of uh, men... I would venture to say lonely men. I would venture to say slightly disturbed men. Maybe just regular guys. It can't be regular guys who are buying this shit. Anyways, Belle Delphine sold her bath water. And guys bought it for $30 a bottle. And um, she was 19 when she did this. I think she's doing just straight pornography now. I think she's taking cocks in the ass... Um, where it's really unnecessary. But I guess if she was going to do that anyways, you might as well monetize it. But um, perverts will buy anything. And I agree with Michaela. We need to all start selling used laundry, used bathroom items, um, because there are perverts out there who have money, who are willing to buy this. You don't know what you... You want to talk about passive income. Go to your closet right now, okay? Grab a shirt. It doesn't matter which one. Preferably one you don't like. Go to the bathroom, okay? Take a dump in that shirt, all right? Walk outside with the, with the dump being cradled in that shirt. Go outside. Fling it outside onto the street. Then take that shirt. Take pictures of it, okay? And then put it online. And then just sit back and eat caviar and smoke cigars. Because, my friend, you are now going to be rich. We are all going to be rich. Off of the backs of perverts. And I've talked about in the, in the earlier episodes about how what I was going to do. An income idea that I had was I was going to create... 
using AI art, some slightly possibly Japanese lady with heaving breasts. Good God, these breasts are going to be unnatural. Everyone who sees them is going to be like, that can't be real. But it doesn't have to be real. You understand? It doesn't have to be real. And then using AI, I will... Uh, some sort of AI. I need to find an adult AI, but something to write extremely graphic, hentai-originated, originated, sorry, um, material. And then just start in Instagram with this giant breasted lady who is making bank now hand over foot selling a sexual fantasy to a lonely young man who doesn't want a real girl. He doesn't want that. You know she's not real, right? You know no girls like that. You're living in a dream world. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is living in a dream world, and he knows it, and he doesn't give a fuck anymore. Because the dream world has always treated him a little better than the real world. Some guys do way better in a dream world than they do in reality. And you can call that guy a weakling, you can call that guy a shithead, you can call that guy a pussy, you can call that guy a loser. But at the end of the day, I mean, doesn't everyone want to be happy? Some people aren't built to be happy. In this world, and I'm talking about you, my Haikikumori friends, um... Some people are better in a dream world. They do much better. And let's face it. Some people's imaginations are better than anything this world has to offer. Now, this can be uh, taken advantage of. Because if you tap into this fantasy, I'm telling you. Wipe your ass right now with sock. And some guy's going to buy that. And we're all going to be living in tuxedo on Wellington Crescent. And people will be like, hey, how'd you, wow. Holy shit, dude, look at this fucking place. This is incredible, what the? That's a chandelier, look at that chandelier. That doesn't even look like glass, those look like diamonds. That Those are diamonds? What the fuck, come on, that's so unnecessary. Look at this floor, This is, what is this? Italian marble, it felt Italian. It felt Italian under my feet. That's, but I mean, I don't get it. You, I thought Greg drive, drove an excavator. Isn't he, and, and you're what? You're working at the city. I thought you were calling in sick most days. How did you afford this fucking place? Well, um, we found out that, uh, um, you know, all I had to do was piss on my socks and put them online, and, uh, and yeah, so now we live here now, that's what's going on, you're pissing on socks, yeah, yeah, I, I piss on my socks, sometimes I shit on them, uh, most of the times I just, uh, run, I just run through the dirt, through animal feces, and, um, and sometimes I'll just kick, kick things, in the socks, I'll kick 
dirt, uh, old people. I'll just kick them in the face. I get blood on them. But anyways, the more blood I get on the sock, um, the higher the price they go for. And um, I've got about 14,000 people buying each pair. So it sounds easy, but I mean, it's hard to find that many old people to kick in the face. And I just, sometimes I can't piss and shit that much. Sometimes I let the dogs do it. Anyways, uh, we have a net worth of $14.3 million right now. So that's, it's going good. It's lucrative. And this is, it's not, this is not, I'm not making this up. There's a Reddit for it. A Reddit for uh, Dirty Sock Kink Reddit. Used socks. Here we go. The top post today is, do you like white sweat marks? And it's some girl and she's just playing with her black socks. There's another girl. Two days worn, selling. And she's got her face and there's a sock. And it's she's wearing socks and they're dirty. Let's see what the comments say on that one. I'm fuck. I'm over 18, man. God damn you. Maybe I can download it on the app. Ugh, fucking age restrictions. I'm so fucking sick of this. I just want to look at people jerking off to used socks. I don't understand why I can't do that anonymously. Used sock heaven. Used men's socks. Used socks used sex toys jesus christ people it's it's really crazy man what the hell the app doesn't have used sock heaven Currently having these bad boys for sale. Women's socks. Holy shit. See, but this is different than this one. Why can't I get to... Okay, you, you have fucked this whole bit up, Reddit, with your fucking bullshit. Why do I always have to log in to see your shit? So we need to log... Why? Because you want to track me? Why can't I just see what you're doing? Oh, I dirty my socks. Will you take them off? Jean shorts look so cute with my boots. But they make for some stinky socks. LOL. Let's see what... <laughs> Let's see what the top one is. Top. All time. Nine... There's some girl smelling. You wouldn't believe how good these smell. Selling. My strong scented socks. I wear my socks well. Oh, God. Okay, wow. There's like, yeah. That's a full nude shot. That got weird. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. Dirty socks. That's the future of finance, really. Fuck Bitcoin, fuck the stock market. We need to just start taking shits in diapers and making money off this. 
Um, there's also a thing called, like, that me and my other friends have been talking about. And it's a whole new kink. Uh, Findom. Findom. And Finsub. Financial domination. Let's go to Wikipedia. This is probably the stupidest fucking kink I've ever heard of in my life. This is just... I've never heard of a dumber kink. Because the whole point of the kink is is that uh, the person... Um, you know, I, I understand the, the, you know, BDSM shit. I, I get it, okay? Some guys, they like to be, you know, treat me like a piece of shit and fucking, you know, kick me in the balls and shit on me and call me, you know, a, whatever. And some women like to, you know, they'll do that, no problem. They'll be like, yeah, I'll treat you like shit. Some guys want to be treated like shit. I don't know why. Um... I don't know why. It's weird. See, I have been treated like shit in the past, but that was a subconscious thing. I've never actively paid someone to do it. I never thought it was hot. It was actually a problem in my subconscious. But usually in these relationships, you get something in return, you know? She'll call you a piece of shit, but she's like jerking you off at the same time. And be like, yeah, you fucking dork. <laughs> Fucking, fucking loser. And, but you're like, yeah, yeah, I keep saying that, but, you know, keep jerking me off. Um, but financial domination is completely different. Financial, also known as findom, findom, is a fetish lifestyle activity in which a submissive is required to give gifts or money to a dominant. So literally, the whole thing is just like, oh, man, oh, she's taking all my money. Whoa, oh man, this is crazy, this is hot. But there's never any sex. There's nothing, the guy, the sub, doesn't get anything out of it. His kink is that he's a fucking loser, giving away his money. And which is fine if you want to be a loser, but don't you eventually just like want to get a hand job or something? I don't understand it. In financial domination, the submissive has no expectation of sexual contact in return for the money, and often there is no physical contact of any kind between the two parties. It is often said that the money slave has to limit himself to the subsistence level and has no right to receive anything in return. One element of financial domination is the dominant humiliating the submissive, and claiming to be superior to the submissive. Some members of the Findom seem are matriarchs who claim that women are superior to men. Okay. So it's just, it's an arena of fucking bitches uh, just whipping the shit out of losers. <laughs> That's the arena. Because you have to be a real, a real twat. A real cunt. To be one of these, for the record, okay? That's just, that, and that's a fact. You don't agree? Come at me. But also at the same time, I mean, if this is your kink, ugh, I mean, you got it coming to it. You almost don't have to be a bitch to be like this because it's like, well, if you're just giving your money away, I'll tell you you're a piece of shit. Give me your money. Yeah, it's true. Maybe you don't have to be a cunt. You just, you got to be, um, 
this is fucked. We're living in fucking... It's, we're living in retard land. We really are. Um, let's see. Over time, pain becomes an addiction for many, which in the worst case can lead to financial ruin. No shit. First, the ready availability of financial domination over the internet. Totally. The targeted manipulation by the women. Well, okay, there you go. Many of them are not aware of their great responsibility. It's true. Thirdly, the fact that psychological dependence is wanted by both sides and is even essential for financial domination. It's gone beyond the physical. People are using their minds now. Oh, God, I don't get it. I'll take selling uh, dirty socks any day over that. I don't think anyone's going to buy my socks, though. They'll be like, whoa, this is too bad. Uh, can I get a refund? I'm like, no, no refunds. They won't even send that through the mail again. They told me. <laughs> but I got to find something that I can... I got to find some passive income source. What can I do? What can I do that's passively income... I was saying on the Patreon that I'm going to get jacked. I am on a weight transformation journey, ladies and gentlemen. I really am. No fucking around this time. I had three taquitos for dinner. That's all I'm having. I had four chicken fingers and two uh, chicken flingers. They call them flingers. They're balls of chicken. Buffalo. Buffalo flings. So I only had, yeah, two of those and four chicken fingers. And I had an oat bar for breakfast. Oatmeal's healthy. You understand, I am going to get jacked. I'm getting fucking shredded. And if you want to follow me on my journey, um, you can do so by signing up on the Patreon. If you're one of those guys who doesn't care about the journey, you just want the destination. You're an instant gratification guy. You don't care that things of value take time. You want results now. You want the good part now. You don't care about the work. You don't care to have the patience to see something through to the end, despite the fact that it may never be a success. You want results now. If you can't get them now, then fuck off. Well, you can just tune in in a few months at the end of my journey when I am shredded and I am on OnlyFans doing extremely graphic things on OnlyFans. I am going... Dude. I'm going to be the first guy to get banned from OnlyFans. They're going to be like, you took what and put it where? We... That's got to be a rule break. That we've never... What? Oh, God. Are you okay? Okay. Well, d don't do that again. We will ban you. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll be, I'll find some item. You got to find something like a niche and then you got to make it your brand, even on the sexual shit. Like I'll be car battery guy. <laughs> I'll, I'll be car battery guy. That's what I'll do. And every day I'll put my balls and I'll rub my dick all over this car battery and I'll have these jumper cables and I'll be... <laughs> 
And these guys will be like, oh, shit. Oh, some wild shit's going to go down. And I'll be like, if you want more, tune in, subscribe. And everyone's like, oh, fuck, dude. I want This guy's going to shock his own balls. I want to see this shit. I wonder if he'll stick his dick in the jumper cables. That's crazy. I kind of want to see this. Okay, how much is it? Eleven ninety nine. Hmm. Well, okay. Just for one month, I'll see if it's good. And if it's good, I'll stick around for two. And then they sign up, and I'm just like... And then they're hooked. They're mine for life once they see that first shock. And then I've got their money. I win, you understand? <laughs> I'm paying my rent off, and all I have to do is uh, stick my each ball on one, you know, pole, polar opposite. What do they call that? Fuck, if I had that word, that bit would have been funny. Now I'm going to look it up. Anyways, you get the fucking joke. Battery parts. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, car battery. What is it? What's it called? Terminal. For fuck's sakes, how did I miss that? Oh God, I'm fucking. I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it tonight, man. I don't know what to do anymore. <sighs> But anyways, we got to find a way to sell ourselves. Sell ourselves. Maybe I'll be food guy. Oh, there's enough of those. I'm sure there is out there. It's food guy. Except I'll be like... I'll do weird food. I'll be like... Hey, look. This guy's corned beef hash. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's like... There's literally two guys in the world that think that that's hot. Everyone else is playing around with honey. He's like, now put some ketchup in the hash. I'm like, that's going to be extra. You're going to need to, that's, I'm going to need some tokens. You're going to need to give me a tip for, I'm not putting ketchup in the hash. I'll, I'll play with the hash. I'll rub the hash over me. But if you want to bring ketchup into this, I'm going to need a tip. I'm going to need a tip, Barry. Hey, Barry, you don't get free ketchup. I'm already fucking, I'm balls deep in hash. This, there's so much corned beef hash up my asshole right now. If you think I'm putting ketchup up there, I need to get a, a tip, a token, something. Jesus Christ, Barry. He's like, all right, no ketchup. I'm like, oh, you fucking cheap fuck. Hang on a second, I gotta take <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm going to take another shit. Oh, God. Hurry. i got to go to work soon. Shut the fuck up, Barry. Anyways. <laughs> I like when people act like they're proud um, of their OnlyFans. I mean, some people, you know, you make a lot of money. You make a lot of money off OnlyFans, but... Uh, I don't know. Actually, who the fuck am I to judge? I ain't doing shit. Yeah, I'll shut the fuck up about that. They're making money. I'm not. Let's leave it at fucking that. Huh? They have a following. And I've got a bit of a following. I've got 
24 listeners on Spotify. I've got 11 followers on Apple Podcasts. I've got four followers on Patreon. Every episode that I put up to SoundCloud gets 25 views. My last few episodes on YouTube have garnished anywhere from 21 views to 43 views. Before that, mostly 7 and 8 views. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is growing. And you can't stop me. Do you understand? I'm going to run this city. And when I do, oh man. Most of you are going to be publicly shot. And that's fine. That's fine. See, the city's so fucked right now, dude. Huge thunderstorm blew through. We got 20 seconds of rain. And now it's fucking dry. The sun's coming out. Fuck off. We need rain. Winnipeg is thirsty. So annoying. And if you're wondering, yes, I am in my bed again. Uh, we're going to buy a microphone soon, but I got to tell you, uh, I am getting psychologically dependent on grinding my crotch into this mattress every week. It's incredible. It is incredible. You know what I've always thought? You know, I graduated with a philosophy degree. Maybe I can make a kink out of that. You know, I'll give uh, jerk-off instruction, but it'll be, like, very long-winded and not that hot. <laughs> like, oh, man, you're getting me worked up over here, Tyler. And I'll be like, why? Why are you getting worked up? Why do you want to get worked up? What do you think it is that is working you up? Why do you think that uh, working yourself up like this is a productive use of your fucking time? Is this what you have to offer the goddamn planet? Sitting in your chair, looking at other people, hoping that they can bring you five seconds of pleasure? That's what you bring to the fucking table on Earth? You've got one life to live. And that's what you want to spend your time doing. And you'd be like, listen, um, this isn't that hot, right? I'm not going to lie. Like, I subscribed thinking that this would be, like, enlightening in a sexual way. But um, I kind of feel like shit. And I'll be like, yeah, welcome to philosophy, you fucking dork. Philosophy does make you feel like shit sometimes. Everyone's always fucking pre... All those Stoics especially preaching at you. Marcus Aurelius was cool. That was the first... Kind of one of the first Stoics that I read. Epictetus. Very cool. But then by the time I got to Seneca... Seneca... Oh, God. Like, I, he's such a... He said everything in a cunty way. And he was just preaching at you. See, well, the reason why... See, what you gotta do... See, everybody has the thing... See, what you gotta do, see, people do this too much. See, the thing about this is, and it's like, sh shut the fuck up. Like, I'm trying. I'm trying my best here, Seneca. 
Oh, sorry. They're just like, don't worry about death. It's no big deal. Everybody dies. We don't even know what it is. It's okay. Okay. Well, it's it's just a change. It's just a change. Okay, cool, buddy. You let me know that. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out a Glock. All right. I'm gonna put out a Glock nine millimeter. All right. And I'm gonna hold this. I'm gonna press it into your temple. And then you're gonna watch as uh, your wife and your kids all have guns to their temples. And you tell me if you're um, processing this without fear. Because I got a, a feeling that you're going to feel a little afraid there, old Seneca boy. So annoying how people, especially the Buddhists and the Taoists or whatever, about just embracing the human experience and embrace it, yet their whole life is spent trying to transcend it. You know what I mean? They're trying to escape suffering, and they're trying to escape the pain. Oh, you don't need to feel fear. You need to feel the fear, and then escape the fear. And they want to walk around life with butterflies flying around them, and they're just like, ah, ah, ah. When in reality, um, isn't that kind of uh, robbing yourself of the true human experience? The true human experience is to be a moron and to not know what the fuck is going on and to be scared at all times. <laughs> That's the real way to do it. That's what we're here to do. So if you're lying awake at bed at night and you'll be like, wow, I'm a fuck up. I think I fucked my whole life up. I have no idea where this is going and I feel like I'm going to die alone and a loser and with n no one's going to remember me and I'm scared shitless and I have no idea what to do. Ladies and gentlemen, you are enlightened. You are actually enlightened. You're living the human experience. Good for you. Shit your pants. Shit your pants. And know that you are wise for doing it. Shit your pants. Realize how enlightened you are. And then take those shitty pants and sell them. Sell them to some pervert in Budapest who's buying them for 10 grand a pop. And then, and then that's how you make your living. That's how you fulfill your purpose. You, you shit your pants at night because of the existential dread hanging over you at all times. And then you wake up in the morning, you have a cup of coffee, you see the birds chirping, and you feel okay because you're alive for another day. And then you hop on Reddit and you sell those shitty gitch. Now you got a life. Now you got a life going. Oh, crap, my laundry's done. I should go get that. I'll go get it in a bit. I love shooting the shit with you guys. I really do. I love doing this. Even if no one listens, it doesn't matter. Because one day I'm going to listen back to this. You understand? That's the whole point. This is like a diary. It's like a journal. It's like my own time capsule. And when I'm 80 years old and the doctor says, Tyler, you have every type of cancer we can think of. You, we found new cancer in you. You discovered new cancer. 
I'll be like, oh, okay, cool, sounds good. And then I'll come home and I want to, I want to, I want to off myself, you know. I want to take my own life because I'm so scared of the cancer. I don't want to go out like a cancer guy. I want to off myself, but I won't have the balls. So I'll listen to these episodes. I'll chill down. I'll listen to all these episodes back to back. And the amount of cringe that I feel listening back to these episodes will give me the strength I need to off myself. It's going to be good. But God damn it, amidst the cringe are some genuine chuckles. Amidst the cringe, there is laughter. Canker worm season is done here in Winnipeg, which is good. Good for everybody. Canker worms, I was looking them up the other day. Some people call them canker worms. Some people call them inch worms. Those things are fucked. It's crazy that Winnipeg has that. That's a crazy season to have, that we have trees of just giant nests, giant webs of worms. That's crazy that that even happens. Because I'll be mowing the lawn. I'll be on the city tractor. I'll be wasted. I'll be mowing down animals, just minding my own business. And then all of a sudden you'll come through a tree and there are 40 worms just dangling around you. And they're swinging and they get on you. And then even if you don't hit them, you'll just be driving down the road and all of a sudden you look over you've got two worms crawling up your shoulder. And it's terrifying. It's truly terrifying. It's emasculating. It makes you look like an asshole, too. Because you're like, oh, fuck. It's hard to look tough when you walk into a canker worm. No one looks tough when all of a sudden you get a worm in the face. I don't care how. I don't Mike Tyson. The the fuck? I'll, I'll try doing Mike Tyson. Get this worm off of me. Get off me. Terrible Mike Tyson. What are these worms? I got these worms. They're crazy. I'm not going to make fun of Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is the goat. He's the king. And he's a very good dude. But canker worms are fucked. It doesn't matter how tough you are. They're scary. You feel something crawling on you. But that season's done now. And I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm partly responsible. I feel like I am... To blame for all the canker worms leaving. Some of them turned into moths, but for the most part, they all just left. They all just went away. And I'm partly responsible for that. Because about a week ago, a few weeks ago, I was walking down the sidewalk, right? Walking down the sidewalk, minding my own business. And down the sidewalk, there's a bit of a bit of a cute lady, a bit of a cute woman walking down the sidewalk too. And I can see her, we make eye contact, and we're going to cross. And I'm looking as cool as I can, you know, looking cool, looking tough. And she's looking at me. She's kind of smiling. And then uh, and then I walked into a canker worm nest. It was a web. There was two of them. But there was one main one. Hit me right in the face, and I freaked. I panicked. I don't know what to tell you. I was like, ah, ah. And then another one was on the floor. 
And then I looked up, and the one, they were all swinging. Like, they were having a good time watching this. And then I looked up ahead, and the girl was like, she had this weird look on her face, and she crossed the street and walked on the other side of the street. It, it had totally ruined my chances, this, this canker worm nest. Especially this one that hit me in the face. And I was in such a panic, I threw it in the grass. I couldn't find it because I wanted to kill it. I wanted to squish it. But I threw it in the grass and I couldn't find it. I felt emasculated. So I went on Facebook. And turns out I found this canker worm. Found him. He was friends of friends of friends. I found him in there. He's in there. And through a couple of mutual friends, through a different bunch of chains, I checked out his LinkedIn. I checked out his job, his old job that he had. And guess what? I found his number. And I gave him a call. And I recorded that phone call. And I have a feeling that this phone call is why the canker worms left. But I'm not sure. You tell me. Sorrow 
be shocked of what you see it, your brain is going to start asking questions. Questions like how? How did this happen? How did it get to this? When did it all start to go wrong for me? And it is weird because ever since I sent that, uh, left that message on this guy's phone, the canker worms just, they packed up. They're out of here. Some of them turned into moths, but I think most of them are just hiding. I don't know. But if you don't like canker worms, uh, maybe give me a follow, give me a like, give me a subscribe, um, because uh, I'm pretty sure I got them out of your hair for a while. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much the podcast for the week. Um, man, shout out to um, shout out to the oat bar. I don't know if I've shouted out the oat bar, but I had another oat bar today. Starbucks oat bar is so good. It's one of the best breakfast menu items, one of the best dessert items. It's 310 calories, all right? So it's a little heavy, but it's oat. It's good for your gut flora. It's got a good gut biome. Encourages digestion. Helps with anal cleansing. Because if you're jamming corned beef hash up there while you're hooking your balls up to a car battery... 
dude, on your off day, like on the weekend when you're not doing that, you're going to want an oat bar. Give it a good cleanse. And it's so good. I don't know why. Maybe I always have it because I have it in the morning. That's when I'm probably the hungriest of the day. So I eat that oat bar. I'm like, this is so good. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not that good. I don't know. If I had an oat bar right now, would I like it? Hard to say. Who knows? But uh, it kicks the shit out of most squares. Oatmeal in general is really good. Nothing pisses me off more. Nothing pissed me off more as a kid than when someone would make this beautiful, delicious, chewy oatmeal cookie. And then you take a big bite and you're like, no, yeah, that's good. Only to bite into that fucking shitty raisin ruining the whole thing. Oatmeal raisin cookies, just the worst. Just make oatmeal cookies. Oatmeal chocolate chip, fine. Oatmeal raisin? Come on, man. What are we doing over here? I don't mind the occasional raisin, but in a cookie? Raisins are good in a glass dish at your grandma's house or on the desk of a secretary. You know? But don't make them, don't fucking shoehorn raisins into a cookie. It's a cookie. Can we just have a good time here? Stop trying to make everything healthy and if, and, and, and fun for, you know, it's fun and nutritious. Uh, no. Let's just stick with fun. These are cookies. Chocolate chips, Smarties. Oatmeal was great, but they just had to get raisins in. Because there are some crazy people who are just like, mm, oh, raisins. It's a dried out grape. Okay, let's not, it's not good. It's not good. Raisin brand, too. One of the most famous cereals of all time. I'll take the brand. Hold the raisins. All right? Brands, milk, good. Although I got to say, that that's probably the best showing for raisins is in Raisin Bran. They weren't bad in that. That was a pretty good showing for them. Oatmeal raisin cookies, though? What are you doing here? Who invited you? They did? Okay, well, just to be fair, I didn't know that they invited you to this party. If I would have known that you were going to be here, I wouldn't have come here. No, we don't have beef. I don't even fucking think about you. But I know enough not to like you. And just because we're at the same party together, don't think that you can come up and talk to me when I'm grabbing a cup of fruit punch. I don't fuck with you, and you're never going to fuck with me. So just stay the fuck out of my way during this party, okay? I don't mean to be a dick. You do your thing. But just accept the fact that we don't, you know, get along. Because I'm tired of being fucking nice to you, man. Seriously. Stand the fuck over there and stop talking to me. Every time we're at the same party together, you come up to me like, yeah, hey, like we're old buddies. We've never been buddies, dude. And I don't know if it just helps your cred that you're like, look at me, look at me and him. We're friends. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm not, you know, I don't fake shit like that. You understand? And I'm not going to be mean. I'm not talking shit about you, but enough with the fake shit. Stop pretending that we're close buddies. 
Every time we see each other at a party, you're like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? Like, like we just hung out, like, last week. We, we haven't, we've never hung out. You've never texted me. You've never done anything with me. And truth be told, I don't, you know, I get strong impressions that we just don't like each other, which is fine. We just don't, we're just two different people. That's all well and fine. I can totally accept that. What I can't take is you coming up to me at a fucking party, putting your arm around me like we're old war buddies. That shit ain't fucking happening. I don't fucking fake shit like that, right? I'm not keeping it real all the time, but goddamn, bro. I gotta keep it real sometimes. I'm not gonna just lie here. That fucking car alarm's going off. It ruined... Anyways, that argument had to die anyways. See how long this fucker lasts. Some guy... Oh, my keys... Uh, who knows? Maybe the guy just got is getting robbed right now. And you heard it on the podcast. That guy just got his car tuck. Anyways, yeah, shout out to oat, the Oat Bar. And my apologies to the Raisins. I'm sure you're good sometimes. See, now I feel bad. You kept it real with this guy, and now he's walking away. He's like, all right, dude, I won't. Sorry. And he walked away, and now you feel like an asshole. That's why you never snap at people. You just sit on it. Because 20 minutes later, you're going to feel different. And now Raisin hates you. He's going to remember this forever. And in a couple of months, he might be cool. But you've already burned the bridge. I don't know. Shout out to uh, my boy Shakewell. I've been listening to Shakewell lately. Big Juice Decep, they call him. He's a good dude, and he's got a song called, oh my fucking god, are you fucking, do you know how cars work, you fucking idiot? How does it go off twice? That guy's gotta be getting robbed. That's fucking insane. No one's that fucking stupid. Or someone's hammering it with a baseball bat. Shut up. Anyway, thank you. Anyways, I hope you heard that on the podcast because otherwise I just sound like a lunatic. Some guy's car alarm is going off. Anyways. Shake well. Big juice to sip. I've been listening to a song called Felonious. A song called Take the Field. And a song called Voodoo Walk. He's got a bunch of good tunes. And uh, listen to him if you'd like rap. Rap. That is rap music. It's a style of music characterized by um, uh, 808 bass drums, um, hi-hats, uh, creative samples, and um, a lyricist speaking in uh, using verbal wordplay to make rhymes that titillate the audience. And last but not least, ah, shout out to Michaela, my friend Michaela, who I ran into today, and her boyfriend Greg, who are fans of the podcast. I think I shouted them out last time on the Patreon episode. But, um, yeah, just actually good, 
Um, that's the fan. Those are the fans that I want. You understand? Comedy fans. Some of the people listening to this are my friends. And they're like, I Tyler did a podcast. Boy, you did a podcast. Greg and Mikhail, they don't know me. They don't give a shit, right? They don't care about me. That's the beauty of them. As fans, they could watch someone have a gun to my head. And, and right before the trigger is pulled, the only thing they would think is like, oh, no, content. What about the content we want? That's the kind of fan I want. I don't want anyone supporting me because they like me. Support how goddamn brilliant I am, you fucking Philistines. Oh. But I do support, I, I, I appreciate your support in any capacity. Um, so thank you to Greg and Michaela for that. They signed up for the Patreon. It's $5 a goddamn month. And we just kicked it up again. And ladies and gentlemen, we are going to do wild and crazy things on there. Illegal things. We're doing illegal stuff on there. Right? Things that you're not allowed to do. You're, I'm saying things you're not allowed to say. I'm screaming fire in a crowded theater. It's hate speech. Do you understand? <laughs> okay. It's not hate speech. But it's... Um, we're doing good stuff on there. Well, we're not doing that great stuff yet. But, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast, the first 50 episodes is nothing but practice. Do you understand that? Then the next 50 is just to expand the library. This show only gets going at 100 episodes. I shouldn't say that to the Patreon followers who are already subscribed, but that's the journey. You get to watch me grow. Okay, so um, get on board. Tell your friends about this venture that I'm undertaking. Tell them to get on board now, because if they don't, it's lights out for them when the great cleansing begins. Travis Bickle said that one day a real rain is going to come and wash all the scum off the streets. And he wasn't lying. At least I don't think he was. I don't think he was. See, the sun's out now. There's not a cloud in the sky. Oh, God. I just want it to rain for an extended period of time. If it rains for a long time... I get to stay home from work, A. B, things grow more. C, I get to stay home from work. Everybody wins. Also, we've had a lot of sunny, hot, sunny days already. I'm tapped out. I want some storms. I want some cloudy, dreary, drab weather. I miss fall. That's my season. I love fall. I can't wait for fall. Fall's going to be good. I am hot. I am tired. I am dusty. And I need to get my clothes out of the dryer. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, there's nothing else stuff to say other than that I love you, as I always have and always will. And I will see you in hell.
I'm not 